0: From the CQ Roll Call Newsroom in Washington, this is CQ Now, your nonpartisan news source for how the inside workings of Congress and the federal government shape the real world. President Obama this month said he would act on his own to require more background checks on gun sales, but his attorney general told Congress the actions don't overstep presidential authority because they restate existing laws and don't make new ones. Whatever the case, Republicans appear ready to use their control over federal spending to try to withhold Justice Department money if Obama tries to move forward with any of his executive actions. I'm Adriel Bettelheim with CQ Roll Call, joined by CQ legal affairs reporter Todd Ruger. Todd, it sounds like we have another power struggle between the branches of government. How much control over the nation's gun laws does Congress really have?
1: Well, President Obama is doing what he can. He just did an executive order that uh, tried to close the so-called gun show loophole, which allows private sales to go to go on without a background check. But Congress has rejected that before, and they appear ready to do so again. And they're the ones who really have the ultimate control. They don't have any real impetus to change the gun laws right now. So any changes would probably come from cities or states that that want to make their own changes.
0: Now, the Supreme Court hasn't had a major gun rights case in five years. And in that time, we've, of course, seen some of the deadliest mass shootings in the country's history. Why are the justices standing on the sidelines?
1: Well, what you have is the two decisions uh, in 2010 and 2012 that were sort of landmark cases about gun possession, whether you can have a handgun in your own home. And since then, we've seen a lot of uh, cities, states, Pass gun control laws about assault weapons or how many bullets can be in a magazine, and what what the Supreme Court isn't weighing in on are any of those cases. So they've just decided not to step in when there's these little laws in different places that may or may not be similar. They they like to be, a uh, weigh in on the big the big issues.
0: So without the high court agreeing to hear a case, do the states, the localities, maybe Congress have more latitude to act?
1: They do. They have very wide latitude at this point. The court has passed up case after case, most recently a case out of Highland Park, Chicago, where they banned magazines with more than 10 bullets and assault weapons. So you can you can look at that pretty much as a city. You say we can ban this and the Supreme Court isn't going to step in.
0: So let's talk about potential challenges that are heading to the high court. Uh, One concerns an appellate court decision that upheld New York and Connecticut bans on semi-automatic weapons and restrictions on bullet magazines. What about
1: that? Um, Well, that's that's yet another case where you've got these laws that uh, local states have passed that are somebody is seeking review. In in this particular case, it's some gun owner, uh, firearms rights advocates, and. The Supreme Court will have yet another chance to weigh in, but there's really nothing in that particular case that, that um, is any different than a lot of the cases they've taken in the past.
0: And those bans, it should be pointed out, were enacted uh, in the wake of the Sandy Hook uh, school shooting in Connecticut. Uh, You spoke with some lawyers who think challenges to laws that restrict permits to carry a concealed gun in public have a greater likelihood of getting heard. What's that thinking?
1: Well, the thinking there is that that's actually, you're talking about the fundamental constitutional right to own a gun. Uh, in, In the previous cases, they've said you can own a gun for your own uh, self-defense at your at your house. but some of these laws make it so restrictive to get a concealed carry permit that it's almost like infringing upon that right to carry a gun. So uh, where it, where they draw that line in between allowing somebody to do it or making it so hard for them to do it that it's essentially stopping them from executing their right.
0: So this is, in some people's view, a case of the justices not wanting to get involved in a politically charged issue until it's absolutely necessary, or they think it is.
1: That's the case. Yes, they like to uh, they like to get involved only when they can make a clear, decisive ruling. If if you've got states and and cities making different rules with different kinds of uh, bans, they don't want to step in and and make these sort of you know, legislative decisions for states. They want states to be able to let the democratic process work out. And then if it's a matter of a constitutional right, they'll step in.
0: CQ legal affairs reporter Todd Ruger on the interplay between Congress, the president and the courts on the nation's gun laws. I'm Adriel Bettelheim. Thanks for listening. Until next time, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at CQ Now. And you can download our podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud.